This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Protocol for Life Balance, offering a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out, which can help keep your blood vessels healthy and your circulatory system working properly, including Protocol's unique soy-free form of vitamin K2 that has been shown to promote healthy vascular structures, and D3, which helps maintain healthy blood levels of calcium. They're available in several forms and dosages, including a new combined formulation, which harnesses the synergistic effects of both K2 and D3. They're backed by solid scientific data, and available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's the weekend edition of our program series. We've got podcasts throughout the week, but this program comes to you direct on radio and you can listen online. You can listen via radio station. You can participate. 877-726-8255 is our number. And uh, that number available to you 24-7 throughout the week. So we've got a couple of recorded calls that we're going to get to later in the program. 877-726-TALK. Everything is fair game so long as it pertains to Intelligent medicine, that's a pretty wide lens. Lots and lots of subjects come our way. And of course, uh, lots of information on the current COVID pandemic. Yeah, there's been some real changes in the picture. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to also talk about uh, some things related to natural medicine. Uh, I hadn't heard about this, but um, there's some real concerns that a supplement called NAC N-acetylcysteine may be taken off the marketplace. Already uh, Amazon is confirming plans to remove NAC supplements from uh, its offerings. And uh, so it's pretty serious. Uh, there is some uh, regulatory stuff coming down the pike that may uh, deprive you of an opportunity to source some of your most cherished supplements. We'll talk about that later in the program. 877-726-8255. Let's go. All right. Um, are you experiencing whiplash with the pronouncements by public health officials? Because uh, it was just this week uh, that uh, the CDC announced that uh, if you've been vaccinated, uh, you don't need to wear a mask anymore. Well, you do need to wear a mask under certain circumstances, but uh, they now say that you don't need to wear a mask outside, <laughs> which has been the case all along uh, as uh, the relatively successful experiments in uh, Texas and Florida and other states that are more wide open have indicated. Uh, but uh, they're now saying that uh, you don't really need to wear a mask uh, inside if you've been vaccinated those who have not been vaccinated, well, the mask uh, edict still applies. But um, it's an honor system, right? So uh, what if you say, well, uh, I haven't been vaccinated, but I identify as vaccinated. That's my truth. <laughs> you know, who's going to know? 
unlike uh, taxi cabs in New York City, uh, there's no uh, light on top of the cab to indicate that the cab is either uh, vacant or occupied. Uh, so uh, humans don't walk around with indicators telling them, telling uh, other people whether they've been vaccinated or not. So um, there's an article here in uh, NPR, National Public Radio. Poll finds public health has a trust problem. You think? Uh, they interview here an individual named Sandra Wallace. Um, she says... The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's guidance has been inconsistent. She says, quote, it's all over the board. They say one thing one minute and then turn around and say another the next minute. And it's all about following the science, but the science appears to be rapidly changing and emerging. And then it's a question of whose science, because uh, as the old saying goes, the devil can quote scriptures to his purpose. And uh, you can always find articles that say that uh, masks don't work or that lockdowns are not effective. And contrary-wise, you can find uh, articles and studies that say that, yes, indeed, they have stemmed the tide of the pandemic. But um, overall, in this uh, recent poll by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation and Harvard School of Public Health, the poll found that only 52% of Americans have a great deal of trust in the CDC. Other health agencies were even lower. Only 37% of Americans said they had a lot of trust in the National Institutes of Health or the Food and Drug Administration. Well, small wonder. There have been a lot of about faces. There have been some wrong calls. And then people may recall the dietary advice that's been purveyed to Americans over the past couple of decades, uh, wherein they suggested that uh, Americans go ultra-low fat, and then it turned out that that spawned a pandemic of obesity and diabetes, and now they're rethinking that, because maybe they all those unlimited carbohydrates uh, contributed to Americans' disease burdens, and that fat really isn't the villain that we once thought it was. So uh, a lot of uh, problems with uh, government recommendations. Uh, the uh, Food and Drug Administration uh, has approved powerful addictive opiates that were responsible now for the death of over a half a million Americans due to drug overdoses. And so small wonder uh, the people have some mistrust of uh, regulatory agencies. Um it's even worse when it comes to uh, local health departments. State health departments have the trust of just 41% of Americans, and local health departments only did slightly better at 44%. So now we have the very, very weird spectacle of uh, the federal government issuing new guidelines saying you can take your mask off, but a lot of local officials are saying, no, 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 not yet. We're not yet ready. That, that's, that's too far, too fast. We're not going to go with the federal government science-based recommendations of the most authoritative health agency in the country, the Centers for Disease Control. Um, Susan Collins, who's the senior senator from Maine, she's a Republican, but she's a very maverick Republican. She doesn't always go with the talking points of her party. Uh, she sometimes breaks ranks. 
And uh, she is a moderate Republican, uh, fairly liberal. Um, she says, quote, I used to have the utmost respect for the guidance from the CDC. She told CDC Director Rochelle Walensky at a congressional hearing this week. I always considered the CDC to be the gold standard. I don't anymore. Collins cited issues with CDC's guidance on school reopening, mask wearing, and summer camps. Um, so um, there's also a political divide when it comes to belief in the credibility of government agencies. Um 27% of Republicans greatly trust CDC compared to 76% of Democrats. Uh, you could almost call it the, the lockdown mask party, you know, and you, you can almost signal your political allegiance, uh, by whether you're wearing a mask. Uh, lots and lots of people here in New York, uh, in spite of the new, uh, revised guidelines, they're still walking around with masks. In the middle of the street. In fact, they're still exercising with masks. Uh, I saw a guy uh, jogging the other day with a mask on. Completely unnecessary here in New York. Uh, many bicyclists wearing masks. I don't, knowing that I'm in the outdoors with the wind blowing and the sun shining. Pretty unlikely that um, I'm going to imbibe a um, coronavirus particle or if I were to asymptomatically spread it because I feel great, you know, if I didn't, I would stay home and keep myself away from people. But as long as I feel well, pretty sure I'm not uh, a super spreader. Uh, I don't wear a mask when I'm uh, outside exercising. And um, so, you know, the other thing about it is, you know, there's a lot of concern about people who are not wearing masks, uh, who are... Um, Unvaccinated, you know, they're unvaccinated, but a lot of people are vaccinated. So why should a person who's vaccinated be particularly concerned about the danger, the personal danger to them of someone who is unvaccinated, who's not wearing a mask? I mean, I thought that was the whole point of the vaccines is it confers a high degree of protection against the possible uh, transmission of the virus. So, you know, it's like. Uh, very, very paradoxical signals coming out of the government. And it, you, know, why have, has there been this big change? And in fact, uh, Randy Weingarten, who's head of the, um, UFT, United Federation of Teachers, uh, has now done an about face and said, we're, we're going for full opening of the schools in September. We're going to open the schools no matter what. She was a real lockdown advocate. She said it's not safe to go into the schools yet. We can still have to do some hybrid learning situations, long distance and web-based learning, uh, small classroom sizes. But now she says we're going to open the schools in September. I wonder sometimes whether this is not so much science-based but political because um, it's a little bit like in a movie Frankenstein when the villagers uh, carrying pitchforks and torches started uh, heading towards Dr. Frankenstein's castle uh, because uh, the public is getting pretty sick and tired of the prolonged lockdown. How are you going to keep them down on the farm after they've seen Gay Paris? A lot of people are pretty much ready to roll this uh, spring and summer as uh, 
as the incidence of COVID has plummeted and uh, death rates declining, hospitalization rates uh, going way down in the vast majority of states, uh, I think maybe, just maybe, government authorities, health spokespersons, union leaders, politicians want to get ahead of this wave and say, ready to go back to normalcy. 877-726-8255. I want to weigh in uh, with your comments, your opinions, uh, your personal health challenge. You can call us. We're here for you. You can come directly into the doctor's office and pose your question. This is Intelligent Medicine. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out which can help keep your blood vessels healthy and your circulatory system working properly, including Protocol's unique soy-free form of vitamin K2, that has been shown to promote healthy vascular structures and D3, which helps maintain healthy blood levels of calcium. They're available in several forms and dosages, including a new combined formulation which harnesses the synergistic effects of both K2 and D3. They're backed by solid scientific data and available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Our bodies depend on a potent powerhouse of beneficial bacteria that support and improve every aspect of our health. Dr. O'Hara's formula encourages probiotics to function at their peak performance. Encapsulated in a vegetarian soft gel, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is a live paste of 12 strains of probiotic bacteria and nourishing prebiotics from whole fruits and vegetables. Transformative postbiotic compounds created during Dr. O'Hara's probiotics' exclusive three-year fermentation process are present in every capsule. These restorative postbiotics nurture diverse gut bacteria, leading to better digestion, improved immunity, and exceptional health. Join the millions of people worldwide who know the power of Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers nationwide and online. Go to www.essentialformulas.com for a retailer near you. That's essentialformulas.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. And... Um there's something really peculiar happening out there. This week, it was announced that eight Yankee players, New York Yankee baseball players, have tested positive for the coronavirus. Uh, they get screened almost daily because it's very important to make sure that uh, the team does not get infected and that has actually resulted in some uh, suspensions of games and interruptions of the schedule. So uh, they're very, very thoroughly scheduled. But uh, the peculiar part of this is that uh, those eight people, including regular Yankee shortstop Glaber Torres, uh, have tested positive more than 14 days after being fully vaccinated. So what's up with that? In addition... Uh, talk show host Bill Mayer has tested positive for COVID-19. So he's had to 
pause his HBO show real time, Bill Maher, he's uh, sidelined from his show. Uh, but, uh, they all claim to be sim- asymptomatic. They, they say they feel fine and yet they test positive after being vaccinated. There's one exception of a Yankees, uh, coach who, uh, had some transient symptoms, very minor. Uh, they abated after a couple of days. All of them have been vaccinated and yet they tested positive. So what does this mean? Does this portend some new, uh, super strain of vaccine resistant coronavirus that is, uh, evading, uh, the defenses that people obtain when they get the vaccine? Well, uh, that's probably not the case. Uh, it turns out that at least insofar as the Yankees are concerned, they obtained the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, which according to preliminary testing is a little less effective at preventing people from contracting the virus. Uh, whereas Johnson, whereas, uh, Moderna and Pfizer, uh, may have 90 or 95% effectiveness. The effectiveness of uh, J&J is about uh, 65%, 70%. But all the vaccines are very good at preventing serious COVID, hospitalization, and certainly death. It's almost inconceivable to have a case where someone's been vaccinated uh, going on to die of COVID. That, that would be a real outlier situation, perhaps in a very immunosuppressed person who's on medication that uh, brings their immune system down. So what's going on? Well, it turns out that the vaccines may not prevent people from harboring some coronavirus if they come in contact with someone. It's very unlikely that they'll be infectious. There's also something called Bayes' theorem, which holds that if you test for something that's a rare event, an unlikely event, and you get a positive, it's so very, very unlikely to be a true positive. And so it's unclear what's happening here, but it suggests that maybe, just maybe, the tests are too sensitive. They pick up insignificant cases of COVID. So perhaps we should stop testing vaccinated people altogether. It doesn't really make sense. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, 877-726-8255. As an intelligent medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere, the very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. 
Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255 is our number. And um, they're offering various incentives for people to get vaccines. Burgers and fries at Shake Shack. And um, our intrepid mayor, Mayor de Blasio, uh, rather obnoxiously bit into a hamburger and talked about how you're going to get a free burger at Shake Shack with fries uh, if you can show a vaccine certificate, as if that were a major incentive to get the shot. Um, other places are offering donuts like Krispy Kreme, uh, possibly in an effort to increase our comorbidities <laughs> so that you'll be more vulnerable to whatever else comes down the pike eventually. Cardiovascular disease, uh, stroke, heart attack, maybe. Um, Ohio has a novel solution to the problem of vaccine hesitancy. They're going to give five residents a million dollars each in a vaccine lottery. You have to show your vaccine certificate to enter the lottery. And um, the funds for the $5 million gifts and costs of running the drawing will come from existing federal COVID-19 relief funds. So uh, they're going to pay, they're going to pay people a mil, up to a million bucks if they um, hit the lottery in the state of Ohio. 877-726-8255 is our number. And uh, that number available to you 24-7, 365. You can call us and record a question as to this individual. Let's hear it. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. Uh, thanks for being there for all of us. Do you think that the COVID vaccine could affect the lymph nodes? I got the vaccine in my right arm, and a few weeks later, I have pain underneath my arm, and it was actually into the breast, so much so that they suggested to have a ultrasound done, it came out okay. The pain has relieved a little bit, but it's still underneath my arm and into the breast. They're saying it might be skeletal due to arthritis because I have that on the other side, but this is a little bit different. Just wanted your opinion if it can affect the lymph nodes or just having pain on underneath the arm that you got the shot and into the breast. I appreciate your opinion. Thanks again for being there for us. Okay, well, that's a really wonderful question because uh, this is a phenomenon that's emerging. There is a study uh, which has just been published saying that swollen lymph nodes after a COVID vaccine may be an indicator of a previous infection. And some people, unbeknownst to them, may have been infected with the coronavirus. Uh, other people have may have had uh, what they thought was a mild cold or flu-like uh, problem uh, last year. Uh, but uh, even if they were to, to take the antibody test, uh, their antibodies may have waned. And they're going with a universal vaccine strategy. Everybody's supposed to get it, regardless of whether you've had proven COVID or suspected COVID. Uh, it's a one-size-fits-all approach. And it, it turns out that... Um, uh, people experience particular side effects after receiving the COVID-19 vaccine, such as swollen lymph nodes, may have previously been infected with the coronavirus. So it's as if their immune system is already revved up to react to the vaccine. 
common side effects such as fever, fatigue, muscle pain, and joint pain were also more common. Um, but um, swollen lymph nodes occur in about 4% of those who had already recovered from COVID-19 once they got the vaccine. Now, this poses a problem because there's another recent headline. Doctors fear COVID-19 vaccines are messing with mammograms. And what they're finding is that an unusually uh, high number of women are turning up with suspicious mammograms after getting the COVID vaccine. Uh, and it is usually attributable to under the arm lymph nodes. These are called the axillary lymph nodes, uh, especially on the side where you got the shot because uh, the shot material travels up your lymphatics, goes to your lymph nodes, and the lymph nodes are little factories for immunity. And they get uh, busy, they're working overtime, and the lymph nodes swell, and sometimes they're tender. And uh, that's enough sometimes to um, show... Uh, a lot of similarity with one of the dread comp complications of breast cancer, which is spread to the lymph nodes. So uh, not to worry if you're contemplating getting, getting a mammogram, but wait, you know, perhaps wait, you know, uh, a month or six weeks after uh, your shot so as to avoid confusion. I mean, you don't have to wait for, you know, six months or a year. Unnecessary delay may delay the diagnosis of whatever think it's going on in your breast or routine screening. Uh, but um, yeah, it, but it, uh, it is a sign that the COVID-19 vaccine is doing something. Maybe it's a sign that it's really doing its job and your immune system's, uh, you know, really getting to work producing those um, essential antibodies that can protect you from infection. That is a true concern. And what you experience is, is not that unusual. There seems to be a real um, epidemic of um, lymph node swelling in relation to the vaccine administration. 877-726-8255 is our number. And uh, let me share this uh, item with you because uh, fatigue, real problem for a lot of people. Uh, studies show that your mitochondria, which are the energy powerhouses of your cell, may start to decline as early as 25 years of age, thus increasing your fatigue. Well, there's something that can be used to support the essential function of the mitochondria, the only nutritional formula clinically proven to act on those energy powerhouses. It's NT factor from nutritional therapeutics. Clinical trials, now there are nearly 40 of them, have shown that NT factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it also has anti-aging effects. NT factor is available in a variety of formulations that are tailored to your specific needs, full-spectrum vitamin and mineral formulas, immune support formulas, targeted nutrition, and, of course, there's pure NT factor that you can add to whatever supplement regimen you're already taking. It's perfectly compatible. I've been using NT factor for years, and I prescribe it to my patients, and now with a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. You can find the NT factor line of nutritional formulas at all your favorite health food stores or online retailers, or to order direct, call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or shop at ntfactor.com. That's N. 
www.tfactor.com. All right. Um, this item pertains to the relationship between consumption of sugar-sweetened drinks and colon cancer. Now, we tend to think of colon cancer that is it, it's driven by intake of meat, uh, especially charred meat, which may be carcinogenic. Uh, I remember way, 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 way back, even before I was in medical school, I was in pre-med then, and I had a job at a hospital, um, and I was recruited for a study where they asked, are you vegetarian or are you consuming meat? And at the time, I was a vegetarian. And I ended the study, submitted a stool sample because they wanted to analyze what it was in the stool sample that made it more or less likely that you were going to get colon cancer. There's a theory that bad bacteria and imbalance in your intestinal flora put you at higher risk for colon cancer. So I submitted the sample, never found out what the study concluded, but I was contributing to science. What they say here in this study is that it turns out that something else is linked to increased risk of colon cancer, at least in women under the age of 50. And by the way, this is an important new audience because... We're now seeing colon cancer in younger and younger individuals, and we've lowered the age at which people should get their baseline colonoscopy. Uh, it's 45 for Caucasians. It's now 40 for African Americans because of the higher incidence of early in life colon cancer. They don't want to miss development of an early colon cancer in a relatively young individual. Well, it turns out that sugar-sweetened drinks are linked to increased risk of colorectal cancer in women under 50. This study, published in the journal Gut, provides more support for public health efforts than encourage people to reduce the amount of sugar they consume. So, uh, yeah, sugar encourages insulin resistance. Obesity itself is a risk factor, but it may be that sugar-sweetened beverages do something to the balance of bacteria in the intestinal tract, uh, thus increasing the incidence of colorectal cancer in younger people. And we do know that the consumption of sugar-sweetened beverages has soared in that very population. So, um, yeah. Uh, in fact, you know, the other day, LeBron James became a spokesperson for a new Dr. Pepper drink. Uh, they didn't disclose the amount he was given or his endorsement and the sponsorship, but, um, the commercial shows him waking up, waking up, going to the refrigerator and quaffing a Dr. Pepper as an early morning pick me up. And maybe that, uh, message should be revised in light of these findings that sugar sweetened drinks increase the risk of colorectal cancer which is a particular problem in the African-American community. 877-726-8255 is our number. We'll be back with more of today's Intelligent Medicine. 
Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need Clear Saline Nasal Spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone, making Clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands. Why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol. Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's xlear.com. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. I'm a huge fan of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract Reserve. Take it myself for prevention and recommend it to my patients with high coronary calcium scores, elevated cardio risks, and compromised immune health. Kyolic's Aged Garlic Extract Research is impressive with over 870 peer-reviewed published scientific articles. Most compelling are studies demonstrating the slowing of atherosclerosis and those showing antihypertensive benefits, ideal for optimizing blood pressure. Kyolic Reserve also works well with statins to enhance cardiac protection. It's no surprise that Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the best-selling garlic supplement on the market. Made from organically grown garlic, the aging process makes it completely odorless and it won't upset your stomach. I recommend taking Kyolic Reserve daily as part of your heart-healthy lifestyle. Look for Kyolic Reserve at fine natural health retailers near you. Learn more at Kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C dot com. Welcome back to Television Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's a patient's nightmare. You go in for surgery, they put the paralytic in you so you can't move, but then they don't turn on the general anesthetic. That happened to an individual in Missouri who was in for a hernia repair. We'll tell you what happened in just a moment, but first, 877-726-8255. We got a call from Richard in Wisconsin. How you doing? Good. Hi there. What's your question, Richard? I have a lower back problem. It's uh, nerve damage uh, and in my shoulders also. I had it treated with uh, steroids, lower back, and it uh, hasn't really done a lot. And I'm going to have my shoulders done pretty soon, too. And the fact about next Friday, but... So Richard, here, Richard, I have, a, I have a question for you. I have a question for you. Do you, do you um, did you have an occupation where you had to do a lot of heavy lifting, manual labor? Uh, you know, uh, what was the type of work you were involved in prior to this? Oh, I was, I was a railroad conductor. I did a lot of walking and getting on and off box cars, and it's, it's a lot of a lot of anyway. jumping down, jumping down from uh, on high, well, right? Think, yeah, and beside that, I played all three sports. Mm-hmm. I'm 80 years old, so. Okay, so the, it kind of goes it up. goes with the territory of the wear and tear that you've been experiencing. Uh, so, you know, what I have to say is that, um, you know, there's a bunch of techniques for dealing with uh, back pain, you know, and one of the most uh, drastic is the back surgery. Have you had back surgery yet, or is that uh, the steroid injection something that they're trying before you become a candidate for back surgery? 
I had no surgery, and I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying this other one. See, see what that can do. Okay, you know, because I'm not a big fan of back surgery because it usually, uh, you know, there may be a, a temporary relief, but uh, within a year or two, people are back on the road to uh, chronic pain. Um, okay, you know, a couple of things. Uh, you know, I always take this perspective when I hear these kinds of stories is that we really need to do a lot of preventive medicine for our backs. And, you know, if you're involved in a career where there's a lot of wear and tear, if you've been an athlete, uh, you need to work on a daily basis to keep your core and your back flexible and strong. And, you know, this is, I wish, something that we would teach kids early on, you know, in uh, high school, uh, how to do back exercises to prevent back problems later on, because it's almost universal that people have one or another back problem as they age. And you can do a lot to uh, forestall that with the right kind of preventive work. It's a little too late for you to shut the barn door after the horse got out. Uh, so, you know, what are some of the things that you can do? You can do acupuncture. Uh, you can use CBD, cannabidiol, uh, cannabidiol has some very nice um, pain-relieving effects. If the ordinary over-the-counter cannabidiol doesn't work for you, and it's likely to have some benefit, uh, you can actually get yourself, as a chronic pain sufferer, uh, access in most states to um, a uh, marijuana program. And, you know, for some people, they don't, they don't like the idea of getting stoned, but the uh, the combinations that they offer... Uh, are relatively low in the hallucinogen, THC, the stoner part, and high in the CBD, which is the pain-relieving part. So that's really something you ought to contemplate. That really could make a difference. Uh, other techniques, you know, there's uh, osteopathic manipulation. There's chiropractic treatment. Uh, these things can help, but if your back is really, really banged up, uh, it's and your shoulders and so on, it's a little less likely that you're going to achieve 100% benefit, but you're going to get some amelioration. So those are some of the things that uh, I would suggest you try uh, if the steroid injections don't work, all right? Thank you very much for your call. All right, uh, this is a nightmare scenario. Uh, you go in for hernia surgery, routine surgery, and oh, by the way, they were going to take a lipoma off this guy's back. Um, in uh, O'Fallon, Missouri, a uh, guy goes into the hospital, uh, and they administer the paralytic, so he can't move. Uh, then the mask was put on to receive uh, the gas for general anesthesia, but the gas was never turned on. It remained that way for 13 minutes, and the patient was able to feel pain and hear, hear operating room conversation. Um, they uh, did the incision. Uh, there was no anesthetic. Uh, felt everything. Uh, his heart rate soared. When his heart rate soared, they said, something's wrong here. And then they noticed that they hadn't given him the anesthetic. Uh, bottom line, uh, this individual is now suffering from what he terms post-traumatic stress disorder and panic attacks because of the experience. He's scarred for life. And he's suing anesthesiologist Bruce Weber and nurse anesthetist Kathleen O'Leary, as well as their employer, Washington University in St. Louis. The patient says, quote, I would have rather died on that table. So, uh, yeah, this <laughs> surgical mayhem when the anesthetic is not administered. That's nasty. 
All right, uh, 877-726-8255 is our number as we uh, near the end of this uh, first hour. We've got another hour coming up in which we'll talk to you about um, the threat of uh, removing one of the supplements that many of you rely on. N-acetylcysteine is a wonderful supplement. It's a precursor to glutathione. Why, oh why, is the FDA thinking of banning it and making it a prescription drug. Amazon is already confirming plans on removing NAC supplements from its websites. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. 877-726-8255 is our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. We'll be right back. 